0: Well, usually I don't get invited back ever again after the stuff I say and the dad jokes I make. So uh,
1: (laughs) uh, just, you know, maybe don't speak too soon. That is probably going to be the intro to the call. What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Local Marketing Lab, where you get real world insights from industry pros to help you drive local revenue and local growth. This podcast is brought to you by Evocalize, digital marketing tools powered by local data that automatically work where and when your locations need it most. Learn more at evocalize.com. What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Local Marketing Lab. Today, I am personally super excited about our guest. He's got about 20 years owning, operating, and advising within the restaurant space. He started out as an independent owner and now has sold over 1,000 franchise units. He's an entrepreneur, franchise owner, meme machine, dad joke dispenser, <laughs> and one of my personal marketing heroes. Our guest today, the VP of Franchise Development at Roll'Em Up Taquitos, Paul Tran. Thanks for joining us in the lab, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Justin. Thanks for hyping me up, man. You, you make me sound way cool. <laughs>
0: You should follow me along after all of my events.
1: That's right. As a fellow dad, it's like we have to do everything we can to make ourselves look cool, if anything, just to our kids. That's why I got this blue microphone. It still didn't work.
0: So I'm glad you're focused on being cool. For some reason, ever since I got kids, I I have this urge to want to say something to actually ruin their lives. I I don't know. There's just something (laughs) magical about making them cringe. But that's another topic for
1: another time. I am absolutely in the same camp. It is, yeah. it is a daily goal of mine to make my kids either cringe or be like, Oh, wow. <laughs> but anyways, well, that's great. So I'll, I'll kind of start things off just real quick by saying, you know, when I, when I first discovered you and your content online, Paul, it, it was, uh, I stumbled upon through a post, uh, maybe it was a, a mutual post that, that you commented on and I stumbled upon your, your page the the content was so funny i was literally laughing out loud like the the memes i just i couldn't compose myself and i i told my team i'm like let's everyone jump on this call right now we want to run through this feed and like check out how funny these memes are and they were great they aligned perfectly to the brand and they were super engaging
0: oh i'm glad to hear that man i um I'm, I'm like a sucker for memes. Like I, one of my favorite things in life is just to laugh. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it's funny because LinkedIn can get kind of dry, can get kind of boring. Uh, yeah. And also the franchise industry can get kind of antiquated and boring too. Uh, I felt like just m- making people laugh and disarming them for a bit uh, is number one, like already make differentiating myself, but also it's all just naturally personally, like it's naturally me who I am. So I'm able to kind of still share insight and value, but after I've already disarmed them uh, with, with, with some laughter. So yeah, thank you, man.
1: Thanks for noticing. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. If you wouldn't mind, I guess, why don't we just kick things off with you telling us a little bit about your background and kind of what got you to where you are?
0: Yeah. Uh, so I've been in the restaurant and the franchise world since 2005. Uh, I was still in college. I had this ridiculous idea to start a restaurant because in my mind, the story I told myself was how easy, how hard can it be? Um, And (laughs) uh, you know, there was this restaurant that was in Southern California called the Boiling Crab. At the time, it was like the only Louisiana-style Cajun crawfish restaurant here in California I know it's common in the south but nothing was like it was nothing like it in California and because they were the only game in town um, you know people were waiting two three hours for for a table no Mm. matter what time of day there's no such thing as like slow taco Tuesdays for them and so in my head I had this idea like man I should just open a restaurant just to serve people unwilling to wait for two three hours I'm pretty sure there's enough business to like just sustain my store and so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was just having dinner there with a couple buddies, hi- like childhood friends. Uh, one of my friends, uh, is an incredible cook, uh, not by, uh, culinary training, but he just had this amazing knack for eating things and he can like, uh, he can actually deconstruct and tell you what was in it. And so we oh. decided to just like, Hey, like, let's, uh, let's steal this recipe and, and, uh, let's, let's actually make our own concept. And so, yeah. um, that was my last semester of college. Uh, I still had some student loans to blow uh, on this. This is education,
1: right? <laughs> yes. uh, and then I
0: also asked uh, some family friends for some money as well. Uh, and yeah, we decided to just go all, all in on, uh, on a space. And we, we found a spot that was like old, torn down, left alone. Uh, cool story. That, that 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 was a noodle shop that was uh, actually owned by three guys who bought a lottery ticket at the same shopping center and won $55 million. Uh, and so wow. they're just like, yeah, they're just like, screw this, we're out. And so they left yeah. the store there. Thank goodness, because that's like conversion. Like we've been able, we we're able to take over old, you know, ventilations, hoods, all the equipment and uh, turn it into a store within a few months. Uh, there's a lot of crazy stories in that, but, you know, that's for another episode if uh, if, uh, if I don't get kicked out and not invited back. But um, <laughs> I, I, I pretty much ran... It, my hunch was right. We we were so busy right off the gate. We ran that successfully for three years. And then uh, we just got bought out from a, a private investor who wanted to buy us out. So at the time, we were so young. My friends wanted to go to uh, film school. The other one wanted to go to engineering school. So we decided to sell. And thank goodness because we're not brilliant, but we right then was when the economy tanked in 2008. Oh, man. Uh, the mortgage oh, meltdown. Yeah. So, uh, but during that time, um, we just got so many franchise requests, which was kind of cool, but we didn't know how to do it. So, just all these inquiries led me on a path to just, you know, research more about how to franchise. And uh, I, I found this company called France uh, They're based in DC. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were kind of like a franchise incub- incubator. They take, you know, tiny brands and help them grow to like large scale. Uh, they grew like the fr- franchising program for Five Guys, when Five Guys Burgers, when it was just five stores. Um, and so, um, yeah, I, I wanted to learn the business. So, I asked if uh, they were hiring and uh, thankfully, they were on uh, high growth and they they needed people. So, I, I jumped on and I, I worked for them for 10 years. And I was one of their um, top, you know, salespeople and developers and helped a bunch of different brands grow. So, my mm-hmm. mentor and the CEO of the company, Dan, taught me everything about how to take small brands with little proof of concept, but um, put systems around it, helped them help Taught me how to sell franchises and all you know everything in between, and so uh, worked for them for ten years. And then uh, during that time, one of our clients was the Halal Guys, the famous New York street food cart uh, in New York. Uh, at the time, they only had five carts; they didn't even have a brick and mortar store. Uh, but uh, we were hired on to help them, you know, build the actual blueprint for franchising. And uh, during that time, I, I loved the brand so much. And I was missing the entrepreneurial itch. So I asked the owners if I could uh, buy the franchise and bring it here to California, uh, uh, but still consult for them. So, so double dip. Uh, and uh, they agreed. And I ended up uh, buying the rights for Los Angeles and Orange County. And uh, currently today, we own, uh, I, I built a team, I raised a small fund. And today, me and a couple partners, we own uh, nine stores here in Southern California. We do about Anywhere from 15 to 20 million a year in annual sales, uh, and then I still consult here and there. But um, I left Smart in 2017. Since then, uh, I'm trying to focus on just operating stores, but restaurant chains keep bugging me and, and asking for some help. And I, I you know, I, I wanted to make sure these small mom and pops also still had access for growth. And so I still took on consulting gigs. So um, that's what led me here today, doing doing both things and. Um, yeah, I, I'm enjoying doing both. I, I feel like I benefit from doing both at the same time. I kind of have a pulse on, on, uh, being an operator and also being a brand owner too. So
1: yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. That, that serves you very well for not only for what you do with, with advising others, but obviously in growing your own business, you know, one of the things that's, that's super interesting. I learned in your background that Ian mentioned earlier that you'd sold over a thousand units, you know, yeah. through, through that experience. And then also, you know, with, with, uh, roll them up taquitos right now, is just growing so rapidly. Like what would you say is like one of the most important aspects to, to local marketing?
0: Yeah. Local marketing, uh, is, is key. If people don't know about you, you don't exist. Um, I think one of the most important things is just, I made this up and I like rhymes. So, uh, it's, it's, a uh, it's, awareness and careness uh awareness is again if people don't know you exist then 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 you don't exist and also a lot of times customers don't even realize i most of the customers that i i've talked to that come into the store and are are raving fans most of the time they're like i didn't even know you were here uh or i didn't know or i didn't know that you did catering or i didn't know that you you know whatever it is um and so in my stores i usually uh you know, train my staff to just be on. Um, did you know? Did you know? Mode, which means if they're a first-time customer, uh, and and the stores know that, then you know the, the staff should say like, "Hey, is it your first time? Uh, did you know that these are our you know best items?" Uh, and you're mm-hmm. kind of able to like, you're you're able to curate an experience that they can enjoy, that they don't feel overwhelmed, and they can enjoy and, and like come back and and appreciate the hospitality. If it if it is a return customer. Uh, you know, our staff is like, oh, did you know, I don't know, we had uh, we have a secret menu and customers are delighted and they get to learn more about that. Or did you know that we also did catering? Or did you know that we also have like a food truck that does like offsite events? Uh, and so, a lot of times customers are just sh- like, it's crazy how a lot of customers don't, you, you assume customers know, but they don't. And so, uh, if you're able to get into that, did you know mode, uh, you're able to allow customers to more conveniently, you know, support your store. And also you're able to take, you know, it's like a a battle reference where, you know, you have one more beachhead in the customer's mind and another beachhead in the customer's wallet. Uh, And so, you know, they think of you more. So, and also careness, the part of the awareness careness is you just need to care enough. Like you just need to give a damn enough to tell customers, you know, you're, you see, you know, when you go inside a restaurant, you see a lot of people who, you know, they're just there for a job. You can clearly tell they don't enjoy their Mm job. And it's crazy because they could have easily just said, like delighted the customer and educated the customer on another more convenient and enjoyable way to support your restaurant. You just got to care. That's all it takes. It's that one degree. Um, So, awareness
1: and careness. No, I love that. The the awareness piece, it's really interesting that the secret menu thing, I hadn't thought about that so much. But as you're as you're talking through it, it, it's it's like it opens the door for you to connect with uh, your customers in a really like know, it's like an organic way where it's like you're giving them a, a secret piece of information that they want to share with their friends. And that like yeah. that accelerates the word of mouth. <laughs> yeah, you in, you're in marketing, too. so it, Like, it's, you know, this
0: more better than I do or anyone like people want to feel like if mm-hmm. you are able to to do something that helps with their status. Right, mm-hmm. people care about the status. Like, if you're able to give them like a secret menu, like that helps them look good in front of their friends and family and people. They they want to do that. So the secret menu yeah. actually is pretty powerful. I don't know. Um, and there's like these communities online about like In and Out Burger where people just talk about the secret ways that you can enjoy the food. Like it's created its own culture, which is kind of mm-hmm. crazy. Um, so yeah, anyway, very,
1: it's yeah. very cool. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, the In and Out secret menu. Yeah, this. I always love secret menus, uh, and we could go we could go deep on that because there's some really cool stuff. Um, but I did want to 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 kind of shift a little bit into you know talking about some of the things that you've done. I, I mentioned earlier that your your marketing, like from a brand standpoint, I think is on point. It's I think you do a really good job. What are Thank some? You. Oh yeah, yeah. What are some things that you've done recently that you think have have proven to be really successful? You know from from a local marketing standpoint so tagging on to to that that brand awareness and the stuff that you're doing on social what else have you done at a local level
0: um you're talking about like from selling franchises or actually like operating as a franchise or as a store um you could actually talk about both if you want yeah um it's funny i I, thank you for you know mentioning and noticing that I, i think I think it's successful because it's authentic and true to yourself, right? Because this is my personality, you can't like shut it off. And I think that people feel like they need to have some kind of persona or have to be like super professional and held back. Um, I think that the more authentic and real you sound, like the more you are yourself. At the end of the day, people want to support people. Yeah, they want to support businesses. But again, at the end of the day, they truly support people, right? And so you need to have a personality to be a person. So uh, it, it's. I think it's a lot better and it's a lot more easy to differentiate from the competition if you actually continue to be yourself. Uh, like, And so it, it doesn't have to be humor. For me, it's just laugh there all day long uh, and that's what works for me. And um, and so I think that's what drives people. There's other people who are like, for example, like Chick-fil-A, like they are it's just like have a heart of hospitality and they want to do whatever it takes to customers. That's... That's their personality, and it shines, and that's that's true to them. You just need to, you just need to find out what your like, what your personality is like, and be able to shine through it, and, and just like double down on that. Another thing is, then I, 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 the other thing is just consistency. I mean, you've seen like my content, like I, I'm committed to posting two three times a week, um, mm. because I know, I, I guess in sales and you know in marketing, like people will need to be touched on. 20, 30, sometimes a hundred times before they actually decide to engage with you. Like so we, there's no shortcuts to that. Yeah, you can probably create one viral video or content, but that's not a game you can play. The game you can play is just being consistent every day, reminding customers that hey, I'm here, hey, I'm here, I'm not going anywhere. You know, that develops a sense of trust. And that just I, I can't tell you there's been a couple. I just recently signed a franchise deal for Roll'em Up, uh, a five-store deal in Houston.
1: Oh, that guy cool. has been
0: following me since 2016. Uh, and so, wow. uh, yeah, so, and, and it's a really profitable deal. We're really excited about it. And But it took it took someone to see my content for, for that long. Uh, that's more yeah. of an extreme thing, but the, 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 the principle of just being consistent every day, uh, reminding customers you're there, reminding mm-hmm. them that you're there to help, uh, constantly adding just one extra piece of um, insight. Like, for example, like every time I post something, yeah, there's a meme and there's a laughter part, but I try to also bring a little bit of wisdom in there too. Uh, but, oh, by the way, I'm teaching them a little bit more about unit economics or I'm teaching them a little bit more about, by the way, even the roll up is a tiny store. We do crazy sales because we do catering and we do off-site events. Mm. And, and I try to tell people like, if your customers don't go into the store, you need to go out and get them. Like, mm-hmm. don't don't be so entitled or whatever to to feel like customers need to go into your store. Like, don't make that mm-hmm. excuse go and get them. So I get a lot of comments that say, hey, by the way, you just changed my mind about how to do that. So just, just you have to be consistent. I mean, more than anything, you can be clever. You create a viral thing. You can pay like twenty hundred, two hundred thousand dollars on a, an amazing video, but if you only do it once, then it, it you don't you don't build trust. You build entertainment, but you have no trust, no consistency. So. I'm like Mm -hmm. rambling
1: but i hope that helps very good no consistency authenticity and trust i think all those things go hand in hand um especially you know you talk a little bit about you know it's kind of a long a long tail play you know if you're trying to sell sell units you gotta stay top of mind for a longer term but for, for your your marketing that's customer facing like if you're pushing out three posts a day you may just be pushing out the the post at the right time for that specific individual who happens to see your organic post, so I yeah. think it's that's a great tip for folks to to you know that if they're going to engage with their audience on a daily basis be consistent um, and and continually push out content because you never know when a specific individual w- is going to happen upon your post and your feed you know when it's relevant and recent yeah, yeah you just have to do it that's it yeah I think that that kind of leads into the next segment we typically talk about like what are some things that, that you suggest you know an operator could do today if they're if they're maybe struggling to to get some momentum or to, or to drive traffic into their stores you know today or this week what is something that you'd suggest that they do just to, to get started with something yeah um great question and this is where i get super preachy
0: but the i think most Preach. people <laughs> uh Where's my pastor gown? Um, <laughs> customers, it's funny. It's the whole chasing bright shiny objects thing. I think most mm. most businesses are so focused on trying to buy Facebook ads and Google ads and try to do new new customer acquisition. And I, I, you know, I think there always needs to be a strategy for that. But but a couple things. Number one, it's getting more costlier. Competition is a lot more stronger now. The response mm-hmm. rates are pretty bad like it's one to two percent is considered success mm-hmm. or standard uh, and it's just not fun uh, you know putting putting like campaigns out and not getting a really big response mm-hmm. i would like to challenge i would like to challenge operators to um just like how people don't use you know they don't use more than 10 percent of your, your 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 smartphone's capabilities a lot of people don't like turn back around and look inside and like think about how they can engage better with their existing customers, right? Like if you're able to compile like all the customer emails and phone numbers, people do want to get talked to. As long as you have something valuable to share with them, you should talk to your existing customers who have already tried your food. They love you. They trust you. And you just need to, again, did you know, or like, by the way, here's, Here's your reminder to place an order with us and be the most convenient choice. They already trust and know that you're going to deliver a great product and, and service experience. Why aren't you capitalizing on that? Um, and so uh, I, I think I think the easiest thing, the easiest win to like almost double your sales is just ask your customers to come in one one extra time more than you normally would bug them to. They're happy to support. They just need to know you want you just. What is it? People want to help. They just need to know that you need help. Uh, it, it, is pretty much one instantly profitable strategy. The other one is um, collaborations. Um, I, I I do some work with a, a coffee shop in LA called, um, have you heard of Matte Black Coffee? Mm-hmm. Uh, so Matte Black Coffee, you should check it out. It's the most aesthetically stimulating concept I've, I've seen in a long time but um, the owner came from the streetwear business he used to develop like cool streetwear for like rappers like Kendrick Lamar and and jay-z and all that stuff but anyway mm-hmm. he, he brought his 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 streetwear mentality into the coffee shop by doing collaborations every quarter he's committed to to doing one collaboration uh, a, a, a quarter so one day he would just create a collaboration with he was able to get the attention of Disney. So, they created all this merchandise and all this stuff that's like Disney slash coffee shop stuff. And because of that, like their stores got flooded like it was a grand opening again. Next quarter, wow. do you know you know Harry's Razors? The, yeah, yeah. So, um, they did a collaboration with Harry's where, you know, there's like merchandise that looks like a really cool razor. It, you know, because morning coffee, morning razor, morning shave, right? Yeah, and yeah and they did another collab and the store got flooded again and they just like re-engineered a grand opening every quarter out of the same store and it doesn't That's have the cool. collaboration the collaboration does not have to be that massive and viral you can just collaborate with your local you know business uh, to host like luncheons you can do collaborations mm-hmm. with uh, just a local business where you can find interesting ways to serve your customer differently um, it's a great way to engin- like I think it's a great way to just bring customers back into the store, uh, build more loyalty and, and excitement, and and it's crazy because it's also content too, right? So mm-hmm. um, collaborations
1: is also the way to go too. So yeah, very good Pre- suggestion. Teaching Pre- Pre- done. done. <laughs> Harry's when you said Harry's in the coffee, I was I was picturing like a latte with like a shaker of like looked like beard hair sprinkled on the top of. <laughs>
0: You know what? That's one of those manly man type of uh, scenarios,
1: but yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) It's like Chuck Norris's whiskers that you're drinking. Oh, my gosh. Gross. Did you you grow up on those Chuck
0: Norris uh, jokes at all? Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, okay.
0: There's one that was told me recently. I hope you don't mind. It it says, uh, Tell it. Jesus may walk on water, but but Chuck Norris swims on land or something like that. <laughs>
1: anyway. They're so ridiculous, but so, so funny. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that was like the start of memes was like yeah. Chuck Norris jokes. For sure. I loved it. <laughs> oh, man. So speaking of, uh, speaking of memes, you know, you, you let me know that, that you liked to do, uh, or you like to, uh, let me start this, let me start this part over <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of memes, you mentioned to me that you, you like the laser eye meme every time, <laughs> Yes, which, which I thought is hilarious. Cause it's like, if you, if you look up just laser eye memes, they're just, they're all over the board. They're just, they're, they're, every, they're, they're so good. <laughs> yeah. But you also let me know that, that you're a big war machine fan. And, and <laughs> well, so,
0: I, I, I love, I love the, the Avengers in general, but I, I felt like yeah. war machine is like the most stacked. <laughs> <laughs> the stack hero, stick. like
1: ever. yeah and he's underrated like he does he doesn't get as much like you know air time uh historically is is as other heroes do which i i think is a really cool hero as well so all right so real quick i just wanted to you know throw this information to ai and and try to get an image of of paul as war machine <laughs> <laughs> nice oh my gosh i wish i looked like that oh my it's god a- <laughs> It's Thank pretty close. Cool. that what's funny is AI. Speaking of War Machine being just undersold, like it did not know what <laughs> War Machine was, but it knew what Iron Man was. So I just had to what? crank crank out an Iron Man uh, type image and take down the the uh, saturation. But
0: well, that's it, proof that uh, AI still has a long way to go if they don't know who War Machine is. So
1: it does. Well, it's funny is I I had another guest uh, that I that I recently uh, spoke <laughs> no. with that they. They were all about CrossFit. It would not generate like a CrossFit game. I'm like, come on, guys, CrossFit? What? But, it, you know, it made me angry. It made me look like this, uh, this version with the laser eyes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. This, was, this must have been so much fun for you, man. This is so fun to look at. <laughs> I, was,
1: I was literally, this one was a late night one where I was laughing. I'm like, man, this is so good. And my son came in. He's like, oh, this is so cool. And then oh. I was like, well, what can I? how can I tie this back to his business? I thought maybe heating up a plated taquitos with some laser eyes might do the trick. Oh, my gosh. This is so incredible,
0: man. Thank you. Thank you for uh, giving me some attention on this one. This is so cool.
1: Oh, you bet. You bet. Can I
0: use this for my own stuff?
1: A hundred percent. I was hoping that I might see this in a meme one day with a funny caption. So, oh, will see what happening. happens. It is happening. It is
0: happening. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much, Justin.
1: You bet. Well, hey, before we sign off, you know, who's who's someone that that you'd like to shout out that you think is doing something really good? It can't be yourself because you're crushing it in the local marketing oh, uh, uh, <laughs> arena. But who's someone else who you think is doing some really cool stuff or really interesting things out there? Um,
0: can I talk on ro- about roll them up? Yeah, you can um, talk about roll them up. So, a person I want to shout out to is, um, I mean, the, the entire leadership team is incredible. I, I, it's hard to not like mention everyone, but if when it comes to marketing, um, I'd like to give a shout out to Crystal Miller. Crystal Miller is our, our VP of marketing. And the moment she came into our company like earlier this year, mm. um, she, she brought in like three catering clients ready to order like. Two hundred to three hundred taquitos immediately, like she brought instant value. So, um, but anyway, she she actually her background is really interesting. She came from raising canes, so raising oh. cane I think is world class when it comes to marketing and building local community uh, active engagement, and so. You know, Raising Cane's is always good about like all the football games and all the sports events and stuff like that. So she brought that playbook with uh, with her to to roll them up. And since she's joined, we've like, we've given away a ton of food to like uh, football camps. Uh, If you're a football fan, uh, Kenny Clark did a um, penny cart from the Green Bay Packers did like a sports camp here in Riverside County and uh, gave away a bunch of food. And guess what? Like that weekend... All the stores with like all the like five stores within within that that sports camp area jumped up anywhere from twenty to forty percent. Um, she's also been instrumental at like pitching to USC uh, USC Athletics, uh, and now we are like the official food partner for USC Athletics, and we just needed to bust through their doors and just give them taquitos and like and, and sell them that way. Uh, and since then, we've been uh, doing all their their sports events. And not only that, um, every weekend we I, I, we we get more orders for catering from from the from the athletic department uh, and from uh, from the academic departments as well. Uh, and so she's just a, a killer at at just putting us out there. Uh, and it's nothing nothing too like secretive. It's just like, she's just like, again, she just gives a damn. She cares. And she just needs to put, she just knows just like Costco, you just need to put a free sample in, in their hands and the rest should be able to sell itself. You just need to give a damn. You just need to try. Uh, And so Mm -hmm. um, she's just been incredible at that. I, 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 (laughs) not only that, not only the sports stuff, but she also recently, um, she noticed we got like an 800 person catering order uh, for, for a wedding. Like they actually want to serve taquitos wow. at the
1: wedding. Wow.
0: I, don't saw, I don't know if you saw my meme about the wedding and I'll send it to you, but that one was hilarious. But um, but yeah, ever since that, she's just like, why don't we show up at the wedding expo? So roll up, had a table at the wedding expo, which is the wildest thing. And guess what? We got like a ton of wedding contacts, but we got, uh, even though we didn't get more k- wedding orders, but guess what? We got two birthdays. And we are now catering to the city of Riverside, the government, and they're ordering food from us every week now.
1: Wow. So, Great so, for you guys. Yeah. She, yeah. I mean, we just need to
0: put ourselves out there. I think a lot of owners are afraid or they don't have time, but you, you need to make the time But she's, she, yeah, I mean, she's awesome. So anyway, I can yeah, just speak about very
1: her forever, but she's, she's a killer. Very cool. Yeah. Showing up at unconventional, like conventions or events like that's a that's a really good example of, of why you should do it i would have yeah. never thought to go to tick taquitos to the wedding event but yeah right makes right? sense yeah <laughs> she's amazing so yeah it's crazy enough it just might work <laughs> yeah
0: well i mean i mean you're big the biggest you're you're the only one there that's willing to try it yeah. so um of course you'll stand out and i think the food is good enough to where I mean, the food had to be good, but you, need,
1: you just need yeah. to put it out there. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and people at the event are hungry and you're giving yeah. out samples. They're going <laughs> to try it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. So, how can listeners follow you, follow your brand?
0: Um, I, I'd say that the best way to follow is uh, through my website. It's uh, paultran.com. I think that is the mm-hmm. gateway to all my social stuff including the LinkedIn uh, account where you and I are connected and engaged and, and laughing together. Um, and, um, yeah, you also find out everything else that I do too, but
1: yeah, that'll probably be the the best starting point. Yeah. There's a lot of cool stuff. It's actually really funny. I love your website. I'm like, (laughs) I'm gushing about Paul. I'm like, I'm in, I'm all in on Paul Tran. (laughs) You're too kind, man. Thank you. (laughs) There's some, you have some really cool creative stuff. You have a podcast, you have a newsletter, like F around and find out, like literally EFF around and with a graph on there, like that show the direct correlation between Fing around and finding out.
0: Well, OK, that, OK, that I, I, I have to tell everyone, encourage everyone, like none of these ideas are original. It's 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 stolen and repurp- like what is it? Uh, I R&D. Uh, it's yeah, not yeah. New development. It's rip off and duplicate. Uh, <laughs> Is, is how you should, is, is how to do it. So yeah, I steal that from all over the place, but I make it work for what I do. So
1: yeah. Very I'm cool. Like well, you're doing a great job. Great job. So, Thank you, man. You bet. So that about does it for today. We'll make sure that you follow and subscribe to Paul uh, and, and to Roll 'em up to keto's on social. Check out his website. If you're in Southern California, Texas, Arizona, Vegas, stop in to roll him up, check them out. It looks delicious. I'm not in any one of those areas. So let me know when you're coming to Charlotte. Uh, But if you're looking into into owning a successful franchise, maybe in Charlotte, check these guys out because they're growing really quickly. Uh, Paul, kind of fun having you in the lab today. Thanks again for joining us.
0: Oh, thanks for having me, man. Hopefully I was helpful. And um, yeah, it's just fun laughing with you at the very least. So thank you, man.
1: You bet. As always, thanks for joining us in the local marketing lab. This podcast is brought to you by Evocalize. To learn how Evocalize can help you grow your business, visit evocalize.com. If you learned something new from today's episode, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook at Evocalize. That's E-V-O-C-A-L-I-Z-E and on X at Evocalize, Inc. And remember, keep innovating and trying new things. You never know what's going to connect with your audience until you try. And until next time, thanks for listening.